Randwater, finding new ways. This is SAFM Sport with Tabiso Musia. And let's start off by hearing from Banyana Banyana striker, who's back at home now with Sundowns Ladies. That is Roda Murawuzi, nicknamed Mambush. She has been nominated also as a finalist for the Momentum Athlete of the Year at the prestigious G-Sport Awards, which honour women in sport on and off the field. And I began by asking her about this nomination. Ah, to be honest, uh, Tavi, so I can say uh, I'm, I'm so happy. I've, I'm, I'm happy. I'm humbled, I'm grateful, uh, and also to thank G-Spot for for, for being nominated uh, to the G-Spot Athlete of the Year finalist. To me, it means a lot. Uh, it shows that whatever that I'm doing, I should keep on doing uh, or doing it, and uh, I should not lose focus and should stay positive all, this, all the time, and then also stay committed and never forget to pray always. So to me, uh, it's, it's so amazing. I'm so I'm so happy. Uh, I don't. I'm even short of words. Like I'm so excited. And it's a big award. It's one of the biggest momentum athlete of the year. And you're up against some some big names. And if I'm not mistaken, it's your first time as a finalist. Um, how much did you know about these awards before? <laughs> to be honest, I was not even aware. Hey, <laughs> like it, it came as a shock. Like. Wow, hey, Rhoda, you've been nominated for the G-Sport Athletes of the Year. Like, I jumped, I was celebrating. I didn't even know what to say. Then I even told my, my parents, and they were so happy for me. But uh, what I can say is uh, I'd love to thank uh, my teammates, uh, the coaches, uh, the supporters that I've been receiving from uh, the, my supporters, uh, my family, my friends, and everyone that uh, that has been praying for me, everyone that believed in me. So... Yeah, this award, uh, this of uh, me being the finalist, uh, I I'm dedicating this to everyone that believed in me, everyone that supported me through through my journey. Yes, and it's also a big one for women's football that we have you in that category because the other one is a cricketer and the other one is a golfer. When we talk about 2021, Roda, there've been a lot of challenges for you. How was the year? Uh, to be honest, uh, it has been uh, up and down. Oh, mind you, with the, the pandemic, uh, the COVID, uh, especially in the sport, it was not moving okay. One minute you're playing, the other minute, minute you're not playing because of the uh, the infection. So I can say I'd love to thank God for, for, for the opportunity, especially in the times that we're living in where uh, it, it's bad in terms of uh, the pandemics, but we don't stop. We keep on fighting. We keep on working hard. And also congratulate all the women that have been nominated with it. It means uh, so much and motivating. And um, so uh, it also encourages. Uh, and also, I believe it also goes to all that uh, they have been looking up on me. So it says a lot. But all in all, I would love to thank God. And it's a great way to start Women's Month, ne? Exactly. <laughs> Today is the, the second of August. Who would have thought? It's a big one, actually. Let me say that. It's a big yes. one. Right, it's very big, brother. And I, I remember um, you had gone to Belarus and you're back now. How do you look back at your time in Belarus? Uh, everything went well. Uh, the only thing that I can say with Belarus is uh, it was just the weather. Because we are not used to uh, freezing weather. We are used to a normal weather, hot. So that side it was a bit challenging and also the language. But 
anyway, when you, you're a footballer or when you're a professional athlete, mm. you care less about those things. You just go there and do what you, you, you came there for. Because if you, we, we look back, we, uh, we won uh, the league. I won the league with the team. And also we won some Belarusian uh, Cup that side. To me, it, it has been a marvelous, marvelous journey. Remember, I won the, the league with Mamilo Sundance and also yes. win Top the score. league with, uh, yeah, with FC Dynamo in, in a space of six months in two different continents, Europe and Africa. So it says a lot. That is wonderful. And now that you're back home, what are you hoping to achieve? Ah, I can say for now, I'm hoping to achieve, uh, to win the league with the team. But it's not going to be easy. We have to work hard for it and also qualify for the uh, CAF, Women's CAF, which will be held in Egypt uh, in November. So, And also we need to qualify first before we could, we could go to Egypt. Mm. And is, is, is that a, a big motivation for you to play in the CAF for Women's Champions League? I know you've got the Kosafa Cup qualifications first, like you said. Yeah, it, it's a big motivation here because you're not only looking for the CAF, also... There, you, I'm also picking up my profile and also to to my teammate. Also, they they just have to work hard, and so maybe they'll see themselves getting contract overseas because that's the platform where they'll see themselves going overseas or getting uh, opportunity and also making a history. Uh, the first time in the women's football history having the care for men's league, so it's a motivation by itself. And also remember, next year there's our uh, Afcon qualifiers, our uh, Afcon tournament. I mean. And also mm. the World Cup qualifier. So it's a motivation by itself. You want to see yourself being part of the national team that will go, that will qualify for the AFCON, going to the AFCON, and hopefully to qualify for, for the World Cup. Okay. And then, um, just to confirm now, back to G-Sport, Roda, uh, does the public need to vote for you here? Yes, uh, the public uh, needs to vote for, for us. It's on the G-Sport uh, website. So people have to go there and vote for, 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 for Roda Mulaudzi. Okay, good luck to Roda Murawutsi up against Caitlin McNabb and Shabnin Ishmael. They're in that category. Uh, do go on the website for more information of G-Sport Awards. The awards will take place at the end of this month on the 31st of August. And the founder of those awards is Kes Naidu. Um, I'm sure she needs no introduction to SABC Sport listeners and, and viewers. But Kes is now in the UK. She's been commentating for Sky over the past three weeks. It's been a busy schedule, but I did manage to catch up with her just when the tournament had started, just to find out about how it was going, what it's all about and what it means for her. Um, she was, um, what do they call it? What do they call it when you are approached? I don't know what the right way is, but she was approached by Sky basically to go. She was headhunted by Sky to go work for them. So I began by asking Kess what keeps her going because Kess seems to have been around forever. I remember a couple of years ago, just after um, uh, my journalism class at TUT, and then I was looking for a job here at the SABC. I would come here, I would walk here from where I was staying at the time just to try and find somebody to give a demo to that I had cut. And then one day I bumped into Kess and her husband, Rake. And um, Kess got out of the car, jumped into the building. Rake was left in the car. I was like, man, I don't know who you are, but I know you're with Kess. You're probably a husband. Can you just take my demo there and ask her to give it to those in charge um, if anything comes up? Nothing came up at the time, but years later, I got to work with Kess, and I reminded them and Rake of that story, and they actually remembered it. They remember this little boy, skinny boy, that came to give them a demo so many years ago. So anyway, I caught up with Kess, who is in London doing work for Sky Sports, and I asked her, what keeps her going? What kept me going has been my love for cricket, my ability to leave it and come back, uh, having three children in the space of eight years and really focusing on my family. 
they often say if you can leave the thing you love and if it comes back to you, it's meant to be. I met Brian Henderson, the head of cricket, uh, two years ago uh, in Port Elizabeth. And the other day when I arrived at rehearsal, he said, we've come a long way since 2019. And we certainly have. He has so much faith in me, in, in the work that I do. And uh, just to reach that sky sports level has been amazing for me. It's getting to test my skill ability, my attitude against the world's best. Uh, and last night, I really had to pinch myself standing next to Nasser Hussain, hosting the build-up tonight. Um, I'm with him and Stuart Broad and Dinesh Karthik, Rob Key, and they all see me as peers. Mm. And I, I've got to thank the SABC because had I not been given that opportunity in 2003, 18 years later, um, at the age of 43, I get to debut at Sky Sports on a tournament aimed at young children and families, and I feel I'm the right fit for it. And it's come at the right time for me. Having endured a lot in cricket, I can always see the brighter side of the game. Wonderful. And and what can not only female broadcasters, but just broadcasters in general, because it's not only about female broadcasters now, your journey and what you what you are doing at the hundred. What can what do you hope they take out of your story or your journey? Always get the basics right, and always improve your game. Uh, even if it's a good one. And last night it was a good one. But tonight uh, I will reset and, and start afresh. And never take the game for granted. Whether it's football or cricket or rugby, whatever the game is, always know that the sky's the limit. And um, here I am, sitting at Sky Sports in 2021. And who knows what else is to come. Mm-hmm. But I'm really proud to say that there are so many South Africans here at the 100. I actually feel like it's my second home. There were five South Africans in action last night. There are a couple of South Africans uh, that will uh, take the field over the next couple of days. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's the highest moment in my career, and, and I need to soak it up. Not just yet. I've got three games to go, and then on Saturday I'll probably sit with a cappuccino and I sit out at a cafe and can't sit out at a cafe here, which is quite nice, and um, just take it all in. Well, we watched that game here in South Africa, and I was going to get to that, Kes. How special was it to have so many South Africans involved? It was like I was walking out at a stadium in South Africa. Uh, we all were waving at each other. Five South Africans playing um, Marizan Cup, Dane Panika, Kishabna Mishmal in one team, Minyasa Prayer and Liza Lee in the Manchester Originals. And then Dane Panika keeping the winning run, as Nasser Hussein said on commentary. It felt like she had won a World Cup with the way she celebrated. Uh, she was just so out of words, out of breath on that presentation stage when she won Hero of the Match. And it just tells you how much it means to her. This says a lot about where the momentum projects are going to go in years to come. Uh, to have these global stars playing in the hundred and then heading off to the um, uh, 50 over World Cup in New Zealand next year. And then, of course, South Africa hosting the Women's World Cup in 2023. Women's cricket is at the highest level at the moment, and I can be happier for them. And obviously, it's, the new t- it's a new tournament now. It's getting a lot of interest here at home because of your involvement and the other players. How would you describe the 100 to those listening to us today? 100 balls, whoever gets the most runs wins. It's as simple as that. And I love the fact that they simplify the competition rules because the 100 is not really for the purists. It's mm-hmm. not for the traditionalists who have been absolutely banging on about it on social media that we don't need something new. But the organizers of the 100 have really said, innovate or die. Research has shown in the UK that cricket is falling behind football and various other sports and clubs in terms of attracting new audiences. And after the Women's Cricket World Cup in 2017, there was hell bent on trying something different. It's ambitious, it's a 
first ever in world cricket, and they have put a lot of money into it. You walk into that stadium last night, it just felt like you were at a rock concert. As someone said, it was a PG party uh, on a school night for kids. The ice creams outsold beers. The non-alcoholic drinks sold out within hours. And children were flossing, dancing, and singing on the mic. I mean, that's the rock star environment that children enjoy. I spent 20 minutes this morning on the line with my children on our usual morning calls, explaining the playing conditions, the 25-ball power play and how it works. And my son was actually so excited talking about the women's games. I think there are many... Uh, barriers that are being broken. And I think gender parity is getting a major boost for the 100. Wonderful. And finally, you touched on this, but how has it been received, that side in the UK, the 100? Have you been able to judge so far? Mixed views initially. The build-up was really tough. I think a lot of the traditionalists got their views in. And we saw the tide turning last night with people actually talking about the game, the quality of the cricket, the fact that a women's game, a standalone women's game, opened a global event involving men's and women's sports for the first time ever. Mm. That says a lot, and the, and it lived up to its expectations. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. And we say thank you to Kes Naidu for being able to give us some of her time all the way in London, commentating for Sky Sports, and Roda Murawuzi also talking to us after her return to uh, the country there. But right now, we go.